all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Jesus earthly ministry or Jesus heavenly ministry? Which one is more important today or over 2,000 years? Jesus earthly ministry or Jesus heavenly ministry? Which one is the fulfillment for the whole world for salvation and sins forgiven? Jesus earthly ministry or Jesus heavenly ministry? Let's continue to get up. Let's get into that because I want to go back what these clowns are misrepresenting. I don't know if they follow Jesus or not, but they're bad analogies. And their credibility while Paul's teaching is false. Now, I left off this this young man was saying, you know, Paul don't have I'm just going to paraphrase. Paul does not have any credibility and he had the nerve to rebuke Peter. You can talk. I talked about that in Galatians two. what happened. And I brought up Acts 15, you know, and he had a lot of nerve to uh, rebuke Peter and stuff like that. And all Peter had to say that man how could you tell me what to do in a modern way today you know I walk with Jesus I seen Jesus and everything I spoke with Jesus and whatever that which is true and he said that's all Peter had to say not even thinking about how come Peter didn't say that Peter would have went back at Paul of course and they probably would have argued back and forth if Peter did not believe what Paul was saying or if he was already told or the God already let Peter know that that was going to be a transition. Did that happen? Yes, that happened in Acts 10. When you go to Acts 10, Cornelius, when the, the transitioning was happening, remember the four uh, sheets coming down in Acts 10? Remember that? What was the purpose of that? That was just a picture. And those four creatures that was shown to Peter in Acts 10 was representing Gentile nations. That was symbolically, symbolically, symbolically showing Peter that God is now opening up the door to the Gentiles. Peter didn't get it. That's why it took three times before he got it and he explained it later on, I think about in Acts 17. He explained it to his followers that he got it. He understood what God was doing now, that the doors is open to the Gentiles. And remember later on and also in early uh, uh, Galatians when they shook hands, Peter, James, and John. Now James, Peter, and John is known as the pillars of the church, the Jewish church. Remember when they shook hands, they met with Paul. It's a picture of Acts 15. Paul explaining what was going on because he didn't want to step on their toes and, and think that he was taking over, stuff like that. Then they got it together and the blah, blah, blah. They talked about it. Then the Bible said they had a hand of fellowship. Hand of fellowship means they shook hand on the matter. What they talked about, they understood now that Paul was called to the Gentiles with a different message. So what did the Bible say in Galatians? Peter and James, they went and 
and they ministered the gospel of the circumcision. While who? Paul went to minister the gospel of the uncircumcision. Two different gospels. Peter understood that. That's why Paul rebuked him. Peter already knew that the, the law was being stopped. He knew that it was a transition. He knew that the, the gospel of the grace of God, faith alone, was the key to salvation. Peter knew that, but about him being a stubborn Jew, he was still kind of a barrier. You know, it's hard to get out traditions. You don't want nobody saying that you're going some other way because you want your pastor and your church to want you to hold on to traditions. It's just like that. That's why many people don't leave their denominational traditional church. The same thing. That's why Paul confronted Peter. See, that's why Peter didn't have nothing to say back. The Bible didn't record Peter saying nothing back. A matter of fact, when you go to... uh Second Peter, I think about three and about thirteen and fifteen. Peter explained he was handing the mo- he was telling his followers to follow Paul's teaching. Remember, I'm gonna read a few of those scriptures going into the end of this series, so I can just prove it by the word of God. How Peter already knew he he didn't deny what Paul was teaching. He knew that was from Jesus. He knew that was a you know that's why he just handed over to Paul. He said even though some people knocked him because it was hard. I'm paraphrasing now to understand what uh. Paul is teaching because it wasn't the law. That's why it was hard to understand. He wasn't teaching the Torah. He wasn't teaching the law. He wasn't teaching the prophecy of the upcoming kingdom program. You notice Peter never taught that. James never taught that. John never taught that. See, that wasn't Paul's calling. So Peter understood. See, these guys, they when they don't read Paul's letters and they don't accept that, they stop making up things. They stop making up things because they don't understand dispensationalism and they don't understand how to rightly divide. But Paul said, God gave me this dispensation. In other words, God gave me this administration. This is the program for me to go into the Gentiles. That's all at that time in context what Paul was meaning by dispensation. This is the program that the Lord Jesus Christ has called me to do. See, this is the stewardship for me. This is the management for me. This is the administration that God has called me to do. See, dispensation. Okay. Paul mentioned that three to four times in his teachings. The only one that mentions in the King James Bible, the word dispensation. No other, no other person mentions dispensation in the Bible. Only Paul's letters in the King James Bible. Other translations probably have stewardship or whatever like that or management. But Paul in the King James correctly just mentions dispensation. Okay? So, you see the confusion. They are reading it too. They are accusing Paul. They're putting things in his head saying this is all about Paul. And they excluding everything that Paul was sent. Paul was called by Jesus Christ. Paul, that translation's messed up. You know, it was, see how they kept mentioning the Maccabees and all that stuff. See, that's why they're so confused. They don't want to believe the Bible. That's why they go looking for these other books because they don't set what the Bible is saying. Period. It's unbelief. When anybody, somebody got to have the Mac, the, 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 Mac, the, the book of Maccabees, the book of Enoch and all these other books and they got a Bible right there, you saying God has error in this book and it was not fulfilled. See, Paul fulfilled the word of God, but you're saying it's not fulfilled when you got all these other books around it. You don't have faith or your belief is so weak, you don't think the word of God is really meaning what it's saying. You think it's missing something because you was taught that. Remember, you was taught that. 
You might deny. But why do you need those other books? That's why I don't get into commentaries and stuff like I used to. I do Bible dictionaries for, you know, geographics and stuff like that. But I don't get into a lot of commentaries. No more. Most of them is man-made thoughts and denominational, traditional thoughts, the denomination they came through. It's okay to just read the Bible. It's okay. That's what we got the Holy Spirit for. Okay, let me continue and end this quick, man. <laughs> actually revealed anything to Paul. And clearly, a lot of the early Christians did. You know, he never met Jesus by his own account. Uh, everything he got, uh, he got from Revelation. How are we to verify that? Never met Jesus by his own account. Everything he got uh, uh, was by Revelation. So you have to physically meet Jesus face to face in order for Jesus to tell you to do something. Have you met Jesus? Let me let me ask you people that believe that. I'm finna hit you hard. Have you ever met Jesus face to face? And what do Jesus say in the word of God? Do you follow what Jesus says in the word of God? Do you claim some of the things that Jesus says in the word of God that you need to do or what you think is doing? Do you preach that or minister in your church? No, you, oh, you can't do that because you never met Jesus. You never physically walk with Jesus. You see how stupid they sound? How do we believe Jesus exists through his word? I never met Jesus physically or spiritually. I believe it by faith, by his word. So do these clowns. They never met Jesus What's what is the Bible doing for us? What is the Bible? How is the Bible telling us these spiritual things by what revelation? You even got one book in the Bible called the revelation, the apocalypse, the revelation of Jesus Christ. You see how very bad they're, they're not good at this. The same one they saying. Because he hasn't met Jesus physically, he cannot claim that he's doing the things of Jesus because he never met him physically. You haven't either, sir. I haven't either. What we believe in the Bible was no revelation. Jesus never came to us. He never talked to us physically or spiritually. Some of you lie and say it was, but no, he never. We got what we know about Jesus by faith out of what? The word of God. By faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. We don't have to meet Jesus physically. Jesus speaks to us through his word, which is even more better. By what? Revelation. The word of God that we're reading is revelation to our spirit, man, for the body of Christ. I can't let you get away with that, man. You see that bad analogy? Very bad, man. Very bad. <laughs> that Jesus actually revealed anything to Paul and clearly a lot of the early Christians did not agree with him so Paul insists in Galatians that he okay because a lot of the early believers I'm, I'm not gonna get into that Christian stuff because a lot of the early believers didn't agree with Paul it makes Paul wrong okay let me nest this theology up again how many people believed in Jesus when he was talking how many people believe Moses when he was talking? How many people believe in the prophets? Isaiah, Ezekiel, Elijah, Daniel. How many times most people did not believe them? So do they make them false and fake? Are they claims false and fake? 
You see how bad this is? Man, they getting worse than Christy Burke, man. <laughs> they getting worse. They tucking all the faith out. And they making it personal like it's something that you have to meet them. They forget. They forget the information they got about out of the Bible is what is revealed to them out of what? The Bible. Have they met the people in the Bible? Has they met any prophets of Jesus? No. Do If they believe anything about Jesus, how do they know? How do they believe it? They believe it by faith. Was Jesus ever physically in front of all of us? No. We just read it out of the Bible. That's the only way we can know about Jesus anyway. You see how bad this is? Wow. Whew. Do y'all want to continue to hear this? Because even a child can see the mess up part right here, man. You taking faith and believing in Jesus. Majority of belief in Jesus is not nobody meeting him after his crucifixion. It was always no one seen Jesus. Only one that came that close to seeing Jesus was Paul. No one else since then. And they believe by faith. You have people that reveal things to them by the word of God. Not by personal appearance by Jesus. You got people lie about that, but it's from the word of God. That's how we got the full word of God. We don't need prophecies and signs and wonders or nothing. We got the whole full word of God right here in the Bible, specifically the King James Bible. We believe by faith. Wow, this is bad. He was sent by the resurrected Christ and made the point, I'm as much sent as you are. And if you knew Jesus before the crucifixion, that doesn't make a bit of difference. Everything is new now in Second Corinthians. Now, this seems to be the tip of an eye. That's true. It sounds cold, but it is true. You don't believe things can be changed? See, this is just how bad, how ignorant as us as humans are. We get caught in a tradition and afraid of change. We don't think things can change. See, God never changes, but his programs, the way he does things, he changes because of the different acts and the failures of men. See, the kingdom program would have went all the way through. But what? The failure and disobedience of the Jewish people. It, he, he had to change it according to man. Not his ways because he's God. He knew he was going to do that. So he never changed his ways. He always knew what was going to happen because he's omnipresent, omni-knowing and all-powerful. He already knew it. You know? So all this mishap it's just playing out unbelief in the word of God. You could pick up Paul all you want to. You're just not going to believe the word of God. If you just take any tittle and all that you talked about earlier, you're doing the same thing. You're jotting, you're jotting out things. You're just making up your own reasoning why Paul is a false teacher because you don't accept the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. You don't accept anything outside the red letters and the law. That's your problem, not the Bible's. I'll be back with you later on in Body of Christ Real Talk. I hope you all getting something out of this. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.